Hi there. Welcome to A Call for Love's first anniversary live podcast celebration. How exciting is this? Is everyone happy to be here? Thank you so much for taking the time and energy to share in this event. This is so exciting for Linda as we celebrate. We're here to connect. We're here to collaborate. And this is all about manifesting more for 2024, right? That's why we're here. So my name is Jody Pappas. I'm the MC here tonight, and I'm a holistic wellness practitioner. So I am the brand founder of Clean Kiss Lifestyle, and one lucky person is going to get a great basket tonight. And I'm also the founder of Soma and Soul Wellness. So I help women in midlife to enjoy the aging process, to celebrate it, to not try to fight it down, but to do that through nutrition, movement, and non-toxic living. So that's a little bit of who I am. And I would love to congratulate Linda for having the vision to create this podcast. So as of today, there are 57 episodes, right? And 41 five-star reviews. How amazing is that? That deserves a big round of applause. That is so impressive. And she didn't even give me this in the notes. So I had to go and do some <laughs> research. That's good. I had to do some research today so that I could share those really cool facts with you. So my claim to fame is that I had the honor of being Linda's very first guest. Um, it was episode six and it was titled Orthorexia, Healthy Eating Gone Bad. So that, if you haven't heard it, I do encourage you to go check that out. So together, our friendship has blossomed over the years. Um, we first met through our mutual yoga community, and we hosted our first ever yoga retreat, one-day retreat in September that just passed. So that was really cool. I actually remember the day that Linda called me from her cottage to tell me that she was uh, planning the next chapter of her life. She was retiring from teaching for more than 30 years. And she was going to become a business and wellness mentor. So that was really cool. And guess what? I think she did it, right? Here we are. Yeah, another, another round of applause. So suffice it to say, two and a half years into founding Global Wellness Education, she's celebrating her first anniversary as a podcast, co podcast host of A Call for Love right? That's why we're here. She has not stopped there. So in fact, in mid-February coming up, she will be a published author contributing as a powerful collaborator for a book called The Forgotten Children, where she writes a personal and impactful chapter titled Nurturing Our Lost Children's Emotional Well-Being. After hosting many in-person courses on healing, Linda is offering her first online course beginning Sunday, January 21st, that's this Sunday, Yeah, it's coming up, called Emotional Freedom, Getting Unstuck. This is a course designed to help you heal from the fear that keeps you small in order to awaken your highest self to discover your personal power for peace, purpose, and passion. Very cool. As a transformational coach and advocate for mindset, movement, and meditation, Linda's dedicating her life to serving others on their mindset, movement, and meditation journey. She does this through transformative life coaching, being a speaker, a course creator, and so much more. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with her. 
We are all here to share and support each other here tonight. So release your old stories, step into your personal power, and share that light and love with everyone that's here. Since this podcast will be recorded, as Linda mentioned, we do ask that you kindly stay seated. I know you're going to want to get up and jump and cheer, um, but do have fun. Do clap, do laugh, do do all the things, and most of all, definitely have fun. Without further ado, I'm turning it over to Linda, and she is going to take it away. Incredible, mm. Linda. Thank you. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Jody. Uh, it's a real pleasure to be here uh, because I really believe in connection. I believe in supporting each other, and I believe that we really have power to influence or change our lives. And you know, it's a testimony of coming together and sharing the experience. So I really, really thank you for coming here. And I would like to introduce my co-host and mentor, Darlene Bertie Butts. She is an award-winning speaker, three-time best-selling author, and founder of The Clarity Project, and even The Hum. Right? Yeah, that's really hum one. Yeah. The Hum Movement. As an intuitive soul-based coach, she uses a powerful combination of psychology, strong intuition, and business strategy to help her clients overcome their fears and doubts. She was my mentor, actually, my coach. Strategy to help her clients overcome all those things. And by going deep and discovering the blocks that are hindering them from prospering both spiritually, right? We want to evolve our souls and financially, right? She does a lot of money mindset. Her clients uh, rediscover their authentic selves and create a life and career that is aligned and prosperous. So I really thank Jody for coming here. And we are going to begin this conversation of manifesting more for 24. Woo -woo. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I was actually at the genesis of this podcast when she told me that she wanted to do a podcast and we were coming up with different names and a call for love came up and we both went, yes, yes. It's a perfect representation of her and all of the work that she does. So I am honored to be the guest today and to be on the other side of the coin. And I get to do whatever you tell me to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about what's a new year. And I believe 2023 was tough. And the preceding years before it was tough. I do feel like even though every day is a new beginning, just the calendar reset to a new year is helps us really create that mindset. And so we are going to talk about manifesting more. And before we actually begin, I would like everybody, if it's safe to do so, to just close your eyes for a moment, place both feet on the ground. And you can place your palms on your thighs if you wish. And I would like us to take a deep breath in through our nose. Exhale, sigh out the mouth, through the mouth, the breath. And then come to mind about what comes into your mind about manifesting more for 24. What comes to mind when you create an image in your mind, what do you see flash before you? Mm. 
And then take a deep breath in through your nose. And then just blow that out into the universe, into the ether. And let's see how we can really dive into this and see if it transforms, right? Evolves. All right, Darlene. Okay, let's go. You take it away. Oh. Darlene's a Sparty. I thought you were going to ask me questions, but hey, I can talk all day by myself without any questions. <laughs> um, I think really the the simplest place to start about manifesting is the fact that I think it was Napoleon Hill that said, whatever the mind can conceive and believe you can achieve, that is the most simplest form of manifestation. But there's a lot of other parts to it. And I think people get frustrated because they're like, I, I thought about what I want and I believe I'm going to get it and it's not here. What is wrong with this picture? And it's because of all of the deeper aspects of manifesting. A lot of people don't understand don't take the time to actually go through and also maybe needing something or someone to help them go through the process because we all have these subconscious blocks that we are unaware of and until you're aware of them you can't heal them so it's really going through the process and i can give an example from today myself you want me to be open and honest and authentic um, I am calling in for January, 2024, a brand new MacBook. And I, when you, when you call something in, you set your intentions, you make sure that you really believe that you deserve it. You have that self-worth because you draw into your life, whatever you believe you're worth. And then the universe will test you to see, do you really want this? Are you really at the level to accept this? And if you pass all the tests, and you are at that place of knowing, then you will see your manifestation come true. So this MacBook, I'm getting tested. Like I've already got it in my cart, okay? I've gone through, I've picked all, oh, I'm using, I picked the color Starlight because it's like just a goldy champagne color. It's really pretty. I've already got a cover for it that's all glittery. And I'm, I'm like, I'm there. Like I know I'm gonna have a MacBook, but it hasn't come yet. And I know first off that me thinking it hasn't come, I got a problem because you have to have a sense of really grounded knowing before it'll come. Like you're not even thinking about it. It's, it's here. I don't, I'm not even thinking about it. So I knew that was first thing. And then the second thing was like, I passed all the tests because on Facebook marketplace, there's all kinds of MacBooks that are like 2020, 2021, and they're half the price of a brand new one. And I'm like, no, I'm getting my new one. It's sitting in my cart. What's wrong? And I realized this morning, I'm doing the work, trying to figure out what it is that's really holding me back. And I realized that when I was growing up, my parents, I come from a family of seven kids. So you can imagine they're a little bit budget conscious, trying to feed seven kids. Um, they always said paying full price was extravagant. That you paid full price for something that was a waste of money. And all of this was coming back to me and my dad was especially like thrifty and he would, you know, he would take a piece of wood and make a, a high chair out of it. Like, you know, whatever he had to do. And I thought, oh, he would love, he's on a live today, but he would love Facebook marketplace because yeah. you can get anything from free to whatever. And I realized that's what was holding me back. It was this whole thought that really darling, you're going to spend two grand on a laptop. Although that's my whole life. I live on my laptop for my business, but I was still at that place thinking, 
it's too extravagant. What a waste of money. And now that I've worked through it this morning, I'm expecting a laptop to be delivered next or tomorrow, the next day. I'm, I'm willing whatever day universe you want to bring it to me. But I had to do the work. I had to really like dial in and think, what is this holding me back? Because I knew I had all of the pieces, but there was something holding me. So I think for, for any of you that are trying to manifest something for 24, that's the first step is like deciding what you want, putting it out in the universe. And if it's not coming, figure out why. So true. I, I said in one of my episodes that if you want to go on a trip and you went to a travel agent and you said, I want a warm trip. And they send you to Africa or somewhere very, very hot. You'd say, wow, that was so hot. Uh, why did you send me there? Well, the, and the travel agent would say, well, you really didn't tell me what you wanted. And so getting really clear about our intentions uh, gives us direction. Absolutely. Yeah. But you have to be really clear. So if you went into a restaurant, you didn't, you wouldn't say, I want food. They'd look at you like, okay, what kind of food do you want? Um, okay, I want pizza. Okay, what kind of pizza do you want? I mean, you have to be very detailed when you go into a restaurant to order something. It's the same thing when you want to manifest is you've got to be detailed. Like I told you, I'm getting a Starlight MacBook Air. I'm not, I don't want the blue color. Well, it's your ugly. daughters are here. Maybe they're <laughs> You're going to chip in for me? <laughs> so it's like being very specific. I went through and I picked all of the different features that you can with a computer. I was very specific with the universe. So I think sometimes it's that we're not specific enough, like you said, or we keep changing our mind. So you're like, oh, maybe I'll have the starlight one. No, I want the blue one. Oh, maybe the silver one. Oh no, maybe the starlight one. I always envision the universe like this. You have these personal assistants, invisible, but your spirit, personal assistants, they're running behind you. There's a whole bunch of them. They got a pad and paper. They're listening to everything that you have to say. They're writing it out. Oh, she wants pizza. Okay, pizza and she wants, mushrooms and peppers. Okay. We're going to get her a pizza. Okay. She wants the computer da, da, da. and we're running ahead of them and they're trying to capture everything that we want. That's why sometimes, have you ever had a situation where you've wished for something like two years ago, forgot all about it. And then it showed up and you're like, what, are the, what? Oh, and someone will remind you, you thought about that two years ago. It's because they're sitting there trying to give it to you. But then what do we do? We either change our mind. They all go, okay, wait, 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 back off. Just change your mind. Everyone get your pad out again. Let's see what she said. Or they're working on delivering it to you. And then because it doesn't come exactly the way that you pictured it, you don't receive it. Have you ever like, well, who's heard the parable about the man who is drowning and says, God, please save me. And then the canoe comes and he says, nope, nope. I, I'm good. God's coming. I, I don't need you, you know? And then you have the helicopter coming. He's, nope, God's coming. <laughs> and eventually the guy drowns and he goes up to heaven. He says, God, where were you? And he goes, what do you think the canoe and the helicopter was about? Is sometimes we have this idea of what we picture, how it's going to come. So let's say that you decide, I want an extra thousand dollars this month. And you put that intention out there and you, you have the self-worth and you believe it. And so then, you know, the, you get a rebate back from your hydro, which is $200. You don't see that as part of the thousand dollars. You see that as, as, oh, that's bonus money, but they're always delivering in a way that maybe you wouldn't see. 
or let's say you're going out for lunch. You know this lunch is going to happen. And you have a good friend like mine who is always trying to pay the bill. And she pays the bill. And it's, you know, that's $100 that you wouldn't have, you would have spent. That's part of the $1,000 you're calling in. But what do we do? Oh, no. Cheryl, my friend's here. We fight all the time over the bill. It's like, I'm learning. She's taught me how to receive. Because I was really horrible at first, and she'll attest to this, of accepting a free lunch. And then I just got to the point where, okay, like she wants to treat me and she's enjoying this. Just let her. And it's part of what the universe is bringing to us, but we have rules that actually stops us from receiving what they're bringing because we have want total control about how it's going to come. Being open, being open to, I always like to think that putting an intention out there and just really be open to how it manifests. But I'm just wondering if you have questions about manifesting more for 24. Like when it comes to your mind, what do you think of manifesting? I'd like to hear uh, your opinions in the audience. When you think of it, what comes to mind? Or what challenges do you have? Or questions? Because I think that being a listener of A Call for Love or being in this venue, people are already doing their work. People are already thinking and being very mindful of what's going on in their lives. And you don't know what you don't know, right? You don't know what you don't know. And so being open to what you don't know, how do you do that? And how you opening that door actually helps you open up to manifesting because we think we know, we think we know all the answers and we do not know all the answers. And being open, being open is, and as in mindfulness, they say the beginner's mind, being open like a fresh start. And this is a fresh start. As we record this now, this is January. Every morning that you wake up is a fresh start. And often my mom would say that like a diet. <laughs> Every day she could restart her diet. Well, you know, and it's true. Every day we can restart. We can restart, have a new trajectory, have a new uh, intention, manifest more intentionally. And what does that look like? When you think of manifesting, what does it look like to you? I just want to share a quick story. My sister was single. Now she's seeing somebody. And she wanted to meet somebody by her birthday, which was the end of October. And she said, I said, you know, write it down. You, you got to write it down. What do you really want? And it wasn't happening. So she says, I'm going to write it down. So she wrote down she wanted to meet a single man before her birthday. And she wanted him to take her out. Well, two days before her birthday, my brother called her up, who's single, and he says, oh, my, me and my son are coming to take you out for dinner. And, her, and his son was single. So she had two single men take her out for dinner <laughs> before her birthday. And she, and she says, oh, wow. Well, I did get what I asked for, yeah. but I need to be clearer. So yeah. then... She, then she wrote an eligible man and, and she That's refined not, it. Really, she's not related to. Yeah, we're not related to. <laughs> and so uh, I just love that story because it's just so clear that when we're really intentional and precise, that uh, 
miracles happen and miracles are not religious. There are shifts in perspective. You know, when you are even driving and you're stuck in traffic and you're really, really angry and all of a sudden you say, oh, it's okay. It doesn't matter if I'm five minutes late. That shift and you're calm, that is a miracle because you have shifted your energy and you have shifted your perspective. In any case, anybody else have uh, more questions about manifesting? Just before we move on to the next, I just want to address because I think there's a flip side to that point of being very specific about what you want. Yes. It's also being tested about something that's just about what you want and you not giving in. So for instance, for me, the MacBook being the wrong color, it's like, I can get a deal on a blue one. No, I want the starlight color, but it's like, say for instance, that you have 10 things on your list that are must haves for the man that you want to call into your life. And you meet someone who has eight and you go, wow, he's got eight. This is a pretty good guy. I mean, it's close. And the universe is saying, do you want eight? Because we can give you eight, but if you want 10, we'll give you 10. So it's the flip side of one being specific, but two, when you're tested, when it's not exactly right, let it go. Don't be afraid that the right one's not going to come because it is, whether it's a man or a computer, it will come if you trust. That's right. Because as, as I said, sometimes we think we know what is good for us. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. we don't, right? Well, we need something a bit better than just single. <laughs> as I said earlier, you manifest based on your self-worth. So if you're trying to call in this, whatever your favorite superstar male is, um, if you're trying to call him in and you feel like crap, you're going to call, call in somebody who's going to be in that vibrational level. So you're a hundred percent right is doing that work and raising your own vibration and being in the right emotional place is where you're actually going to see the magic. And there's so much magic out there. Mm -hmm. If you just do the work and get yourself to that place, because you think about it, if somebody let's, we're talking about relationships today, I've been married for 40 years. So I'm kind of like, this is not my expertise because I haven't dated for 42 years. Um, but if you're, we're talking about calling in men is if, if you met a man who wasn't looking for a spiritual connection, who wasn't doing the work that you're doing, you wouldn't be a match, right? So it's the same thing is flipped. If you're not a match, it's not going to work, but it's really like doing that work first. And, you know, we, we work together and, and I know the, the journey of all of the healing that goes place. And then, you know, when I met her and who she is today is a completely different person because she's been doing the work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a lot of work, but you know what? I think what work means is questioning yourself because you can't believe everything you think. And to believe everything you think is really limiting and really dangerous because our thoughts are not the truth. And, and to do the work is to ask the hard questions and to shift perspective to see a different angle because we get so rigid in our past programming. And I talk about that in the unconscious mind, especially in the course, but we have all these ingrained, as we had talked about when we did our coaching rules, we have so many rules that we have created in our mindset that we carry forth. And, you know, if you just soften, just soften on what you think, you know, 
to allow a new perspective, a new idea to come in, like miracles happen. Like I'm looking at my Maggie, who's a photographer, and she is always recreating herself. You know, she's recreating her business. And, you know, that takes courage. It takes forgetting what you've always done to try something new. And that can only happen as I, I did a podcast episode, trust and surrender. Trust that you're going to be taken care of, that the universe is not like this mean ogre, that really goodness comes and if you trust and then you surrender and I believe, then what you couldn't even imagine. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Anything ha and happens. And you know, it comes like this, like a bing. I, I All of a sudden, I'll get like this, like for instance, this podcast. I was, do you think I was thinking of a party? I, I wanted a party because I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate every day. I want to celebrate life. And I just was scrolling through social media and I saw somebody post this and it wasn't even somebody I follow. I'm like, that's a great idea. <laughs> well, I was just, it came to me, it opened and then snowballed, right? And when everything flows so easy and effortless, it's like, it's like a red carpet rolling out for you and you just follow it and you follow your dreams and you know, that's when things happen and that's manifesting. Yeah, that is. I'd like to talk about trust and surrender for a bit because how many people struggle with letting go? That was my 2023 path was trust and surrender. Um, I'm a control freak and it was really, really difficult. And I saw the magic the moment that I let go of something and just let it, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. So many magical things happened. One, I, w I had this mantra was the moment I need for nothing, everything will appear. So whenever I got like really trying, holding on tight to something, I just repeat this to myself. So cardinals were my big thing that I've, you know, want to manifest because they, they cardinals are just, I don't know, they touch my heart. I have more things with cardinals on it in my house because my friends figured it out and they give me stuff with cardinals on it. But I was walking, I have a path by my house and I walk it every day and I'm walking through and, you know, every other day or so I'll see a cardinal and I can hear them. I know what their little chirp is. So I like, I can hear you, baby, come out and show yourself. And I walk down and I got to a certain part where past that I've never seen a cardinal. So I was like, I am so bummed out. I didn't get to, like, I really wanted to see a cardinal. And okay, Darlene, the moment you need for nothing everything appears. So I turn the corner on my path, which never once have I ever seen a cardinal. And there's this tree full of birds. I was like, one turn and there was a little bit of red. I was like, nah, it can't be a cardinal. There's no way. And I look up and I see six birds and I'm pretty sure they're cardinals. But I take a picture because I'm like not really, really sure. And I've never seen more than two cardinals together at any certain point of time. So I'm walking home and it's probably about a 50 minute walk. And that whole walk, I'm if there weren't cardinals. There's no way there are six cardinals in a tree. There's no way. I get home and I zoom up because they were female cardinals. They got very little red. It's not like if there were six red ones, I'm like, yeah, for sure. And I zoom in. Not only were there six cardinals, there were seven in a tree. The moment I said, I need for nothing. Trust and surrender is the place of magic. 
it's the hardest thing to do. I sometimes do it on a minute by minute basis, sometimes on a daily basis, but when you actually immerse yourself in that practice, that's when you'll see stuff happen because the universe is way smarter than me. I don't know, maybe you guys are smarter than the universe, but I know that as soon as I release and I trust and surrender, I'm getting way more than I could ever do under my own steam. Trust and surrender. Yeah, that's the law of reciprocity and it's magical. The moment that you feel like you're needing something like money or likes on Facebook, if you give them away, you will be amazed at how quickly they'll come back to you. Even if you only have a dollar to give or $5 to give, you give that $5 away it's saying to the universe, I have more than enough. And so the universe brings you more than enough. So you, you live that. And it's such an amazing feeling because it seems so simple, right? And you think, why don't we do this more? Yeah. When you say I want, it says to the universe, I don't have, right? I don't have. And actually I want to share my word for the year. If you have listened to a call for love podcast, it's I am because in the present, I am already as Dr. Wayne Dyer always said, live as if your dreams have already be an been answered. And I am, I am peaceful. I am powerful. I am strong. I am happy. It's just in the presence. And Kathy, uh, my friend has that tattoo. One day I'm going to get that tattoo, but she has, I, I am very powerful uh, statement because God had said to Moses, I am that I am. And it means like you're one with the universe. In any case, I feel that uh, manifesting more for 24 is something that if you're here, it's already in your mindset. It's already, you have already planted a seed and you could almost just let it go and allow it to happen because just showing up with the title of manifest more for 24 means that you're open and being open just creates new connections. You can meet new connections, things. And, you know, we're talking about relationships, but we could talk about, you know, your career. We could talk about uh, changing places where you live or so many things that you haven't even thought about. And I feel like a lot of people are shifting. I have two sisters and they've upped and moved their whole homes and they've just created new lives. And to always feel like we have to do everything the same, we don't, right? We can take that chance, take that leap. Anyone taken a leap recently? You can't nod without yeah. coming here. <laughs> coming here because, you know, I, I as everyone came in and I, I am the youngest of 11 children. 11, 11, yes. And I thrive on meeting new people. I thrive on connection. It's what fuels me because I just love it. It just, and, and so I see everybody, you know, you kind of walk in the door and you don't know anyone and you kind of, but then you build, right? You build a new connection and you say, oh yeah, I saw you there or I saw you there. And next time you meet them, it, it just expands your world. And really it's abundance. It's abundance mindset. I agree. And it's so great to see all of you here today. We're both really appreciative that you came out because it's cold and it wasn't easy to find. GPS didn't even help us finding this place. Um, and I think the one thing that I, we haven't really touched on that I really feel is important in manifesting is the feeling of grounded gratitude. 
And I just heard this on a podcast the other day. And I was like, this, that's a perfect phrase for where you need to be. The grounded part is the knowing. I know for sure, for sure, for sure. This is coming, however, whenever, but it's coming. It's that knowing. And the gratitude place piece is being thankful as if it's already here. And you hear those words all the time. I mean, we've all read books on manifesting. We've heard podcasts about it, but it's really that sense of just being so grateful for what you have right now. You don't even have to be grateful for what you're calling in. It's just every day waking up, being grateful for being here, that we're allowed to, to group together like this and talk about anything that we want to have that freedom, even that is just worth thinking about for gratitude and, uh, or, or for, yeah, for being grateful. And I think that's one of the biggest things, and we've talked about it so many times when we've had conversations about the power of gratitude. And even if you're having a really bad day, if you just think of like three things that you're going to be grateful for, it can completely shift your energy. Just three. And it could be like, I like these pants. I don't look too bad today. My hair's doing okay. And my friend called me. That's it. And that just thinking those things and feeling those things are enough to shift you into the place where you can manifest because you can't manifest from a place of lack. Mm. Like Linda said, it's impossible. You can try, force it, but it's not going to work. Well, when you force it, you're actually going through your egoic mind, right? You're thinking it through as opposed to really like the heart vibration is way stronger. So when you invest in that heart vibration, uh, as they say, heart math, then that's the vibration that comes back to you like a boomerang. When you overthink it, it's your mind, egoic mind trying to, to create it. And that's not what we want. Well, how many times have you been out somewhere shopping or at a networking event and you meet somebody super pushy? And like, you're immediately like, Shh. the worst thing is when you get caught in a corner and there's no exit and they're <laughs> sitting there and they're telling you about their whole life. Uh, I was once at a networking event where someone had me cornered and was talking about her daycare. And I'm like, do you look at me? Like I'm 60 <laughs> and I don't have any grandchildren. So I'm pretty sure that my 30 something year old children don't need daycare. I, they don't. <laughs> But it's that pushy energy, that woman probably did not get any business. But if she was just in it, just to meet people and just having fun and being grateful for being there, I'm sure she would have gotten a client because people would have been attracted to that personality, right? They just want to get to know you more. And oh, you're doing this? Oh, you must be like a really great person if you can deal with little children. And it's that energy that we put out and we choose it every single moment. We're either choosing the pushy or we're choosing the receiving. And you can't receive while you're pushing. It's an impossibility. Yeah. I always like to say that my mom always used to say, you have two masters. So you can serve the egoic mind or you could serve your higher self. And it's a choice. In every moment, it is a choice how you're going to live and how you're going to respond. Are you going to, and when I say ego, judgment, criticism, Anger, anger, all those Hate. emotions. And that's actually a beautiful way to round up this, this manifesting more for 24, because this is what a call for love is. This is my mission on a call for love, because there's two places that you can stand. You can stand in anger, resentment, jealousy, boredom, sadness, depression. All those are not knowing who you are. 
because in your essence, you are divine, perfect, whole, and complete. And so if you're not in that space, then it's a call for love. It's a call to shift into resonating for love, for life, for the universe, for yourself. And when I say that, it's not a selfish thing, right? Because if you are a loving person, it's not good to keep it to yourself. You want to spread it to others, to the universe, to the planet. And it's only when you raise the vibration that it raises the whole collective consciousness. And that's what we're doing. They said that when Mother Teresa walked into a room or uh, Titnan Han or all these, these really, really beautiful people, the whole vibration of the room would change. And that's what we want to do. We, and I, I was a school teacher for how long? And the, the, I had to convince the kids all the time. I can't make a difference. I can't make a difference. And I always said, have you ever slept in a room with a mosquito? Because trust me, it's annoying. You can make a difference. One little person can make a difference. And that's what we're doing. We are planting the seeds of choosing love. And when you're not, it's a call for love to be the vibration, to be the example, to be the peace that we want to see in the world. And when we are vibrating that high, there's only great things that happen because we're not attracting anything else but greatness. And I, I just want to echo is anybody can do this. You know, we're sitting up here with the mics, but that doesn't mean that you don't make a difference every time you walk in a room. You're either raising the vibration or you're lowering it. And the thing is, is that if you ever went, walked in a room and felt it low vibe and you brought it up, there's no better feeling in the world than to raise that vibration, have people walking away laughing instead of before where they were quiet and maybe reserved. So each person in this room has the ability to raise a vibration for themselves and for others. And if we all do it together, we can raise the vibration of the world. So I want to thank you. And I know Darlene thanks you as well. And I want to thank my, you know, I'm looking out in this congregation and I see my two sons here. And I want to thank my sons and my husband for being here because, you know, it's really beautiful to see that we can all come together. You know, I we're on a sea of beautiful women here. But, you know, the men, thank you for, for being here. I really, really appreciate it. I feel very blessed. And for Jody, our MC, who is just such a dear friend. Well, thank you all for coming. Um, I have my two daughters here, which is always nice when you have support from family. And I think if you can't find support within your family, find support outside of your family. Because we all need a little help and making this world a better place. And I am so grateful that I am here on your one year anniversary. Yes. I'm so excited for you. Um, just to watch all of your growth over the last two years has been phenomenal. And I'm so appreciative that you're out there helping people with a call for love. Thank you. And you know, what? Do, what this is my intention. My intention is to put it out there. If people listen, great. If they don't listen, that's fine too. What is my intention? My intention is just to serve. And however it follows through is a blessing. And so each one of you here is a blessing. So thank you. So thanks for joining. Thank you. Thank you for listening. It would mean so much to me if you could share this episode with someone you feel could benefit from its message and subscribe to a Call for Love podcast 
to receive new weekly episodes every Tuesday. Head over to globalwellnesseducation.com to learn more.